As the first pinpricks of light flared in the sky, Akshab knew that history had come to her world. She gripped her fetish-hung staff directly in her clawed hand, knowing that a moment in time had dawned that mankind would never forget, heralding a day when the gods themselves would step from myth and legend to hammer out the future in blood and fire. She had waited for this day, since the great warriors from the sky had brought word of the sacred task appointed to her when she was little more than a babe in arms. As the great red orb of the sun rose in the north, hot dry winds brought the sour fragrance of bitter blossoms from the tomb-littered valleys of long-dead emperors. Standing high in the mountains, she watched this day of days unfold below her, tears of rapture spilling down her wrinkled cheeks from her black oval eyes, as the pinpricks of light became fiery trails, streaking across the clouds towards the ground. Below her, great herds of horned beasts trekked across the verdant savannah, sweeping towards their watering holes in the south, before the day grew too hot for them to move, and the swift, razor-fanged predators emerged from their rocky burrows. Flocks of wide, pinioned birds wheeled over the highest peaks of the mountains above her, their cries raucous yet musical, as this momentous day grew older. All the multitudinous varieties of life carried on in their usual ways, oblivious to the fact that events that would change the fate of the galaxy were soon to unfold on this unremarkable world. On this day of days, only she truly appreciated it. The first wave of drop pods landed around the central massif at exactly 16.04 Zulu time, the screaming jets of their retros bringing them in on fiery pillars as they breached the lower atmosphere. Stormbirds followed, like dangerously graceful birds of prey swooping in on some hapless victim. Black and scorched by the heat of re-entry, the thirty drop pods sent up great clouds of dust and earth from their impacts, their wide doors opening with percussive booms and clanging down on the step. Three hundred warriors in thick plate armor swiftly disembarked from the drop pods and fanned out with mechanical precision, quickly linking up with other squads and forming a defensive perimeter around an unremarkable patch of ground in the center of their landing pattern. Stormbirds circled above in overlapping racetrack patterns, as though daring anything to approach. At some unseen signal, the stormbirds broke formation and rose into the sky as the boxy form of a thunderhawk descended from the clouds, its belly blackened and trailing blue-white contrails. The larger craft surrounded the smaller one, like mother hens protecting a chick, escorting it to the surface, where it landed in a billowing cloud of red dust. The stormbirds screamed away on prescribed patrol circuits as the forward ramp of the thunderhawk groaned open, the hiss of pressurized air gusting from within. Ten warriors, clad in the comb-crested helms and shimmering plate armor of the sons of Horus, marched from the gunship, cloaks of many colors billowing at their shoulders. Each carried a golden bolter across his chest, and their heads turned from left to right as they searched for threats. Behind them came a living god, his armor gleaming gold and ocean green with a cloak of regal purple framing him perfectly. A single carved red eye stared out from his breastplate, and a wreath of laurels sat upon his perfect brow. 
Devin, sighed Horace. I never thought I'd see this place again.